Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Can you pat me for like a few yes. seconds before you we move? You did so great. You are so talented and so smart. I can't believe you don't know that. Look me in the eye. I can't believe you don't I can't that. even look at she you. She is avoiding right. eye contact. You are so amazing. What is wrong with you? <sighs> okay, June. Next, next. You go. Hello, my name is June. And I'm Daph. And you're listening to our podcast, List Me Tender. Where we delve into the bucket list of things to do before you turn 30. That's right. So, we have a very special episode today because I am actually in Toronto spending Woo! Thanksgiving, well, Canadian Thanksgiving weekend with June. So, this is very exciting because we are recording our first podcast together in IRL. real life. <laughs> and what is the topic of this podcast, you might be wondering? So, this is episode three of our podcast. And this week, the topic is stop having regrets for the things you missed. Ooh. Yes, June, can you just maybe explain a little bit more the concept of this week's topic? Okay, so I can read you this little tidbit. Realizing that you've made a huge mistake by not taking up an amazing job offer abroad might seem like the end of the world, but it's not. As you'll grow older and wiser, you'll understand that these things are better to be flipped as old pages and move on. People might keep reminding you of the things that you could have done and the things that you just skipped out carelessly, but for your own good, stop having regrets for things that never happened. Learn the truth that they weren't ever meant for you. Yes, so I feel like this is probably like quite a deep topic mm-hmm. and I think we could go on for ages talking with about with lots tangents. of different mm-hmm. tangents you know like what does regret mean mm-hmm. one of the biggest things i with i guess even the, around the term regret we talked about this briefly is the concept of hindsight you know i feel like some of the things that i will talk about today is stuff that i regret now but the reality is i don't know if it's something that i could have done differently because I didn't have hindsight and now it's like an older 30 year old looking back at my 20s. There are definitely things I would have done, you know, in a different way. That's right. I think that you can't really have regret without hindsight because you're always looking back and thinking, oh, potentially I could have done it this way or differently in that way. Uh, I think for me, the question is more, how do you let go of it? So I'm not sure if we're at any better of a conclusion after thinking through this topic, but we'll, why don't we just start yeah, with some of the start. regrets okay. that we have? So I'm going to go first. And I feel like for me, one of the things that I think about a lot is my time spent in university. So I went to the university of Sydney. I moved from Malaysia to Sydney specifically for that reason. And uni was really, really great. But in hindsight, I never appreciated 
how amazing those summer and winter breaks are. Having three months off from what November, December, January? Yep, all the way to February. All the way to February, pretty much your entire summer holidays. And I feel like if I could do it differently, I would have definitely take advantage of being able to have three to four months off. Because if you think about it now, what you get 20, 25 days annual leave, that's like barely a like barely a month. You yeah. Know? And what can you do? And much less than that in Canada, I might yeah, add. In North America, guys. Two weeks, three weeks if your company's <laughs> <Yeah>. generous. <laughs> if you're lucky, otherwise don't even think about it. Um, but yeah, I, re- I mean, if I could do it differently, yes, I think I would spend those three to four months either doing an internship or pursuing a hobby or actually like going traveling. You know, instead, I think I spent most of my summer what did you vacation do? what were you doing with those four months <laughs> three four months okay so i went i went home to malaysia and that was quite nice but even then i would just go home for like two months and all i would do is like hang out like go out have shisha drink chill out yeah i don't know if i would do that again <laughs> honestly that sounds great when else are you gonna have time to just yeah, hang and, out with your friends and, for four and maybe that's the thing right it's like yeah. different phases of life yeah. and that is the phase you go through as a 20 year old mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and now you're like actually i spent all, i guess another regret out of this topic is like all those time i spent hanging about in the club like waiting for something to happen and like it's two and you're oh you know like maybe something great well i don't know the next hour is gonna be even better even better and then before you know it you're like why did i stay out to four and you do it again the next week and then you do it again the next week and then eventually you turn 31 and you're like nothing's gonna happen guys everyone's just gonna get worse but we're much less around at 4am nowadays yeah no that that actually that actually stopped for me maybe five or six years ago to be honest um but yeah so that's one of my regrets is not fully taking advantage or just appreciating the fact that you got three to four months off in the year yes loving it yeah and thanking yeah. the universe for it. Um, so on the topic of studying what what would you have done different if you went back not actually putting a lot of effort into doing my university courses. Oh my gosh, I really hope my parents do not listen to this. Mm-hmm. They're like, but thousands <laughs> yeah. of dollars. Oh, I was student. also an international student, so full paying fees. Oh, snap. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think as a university student, my main goal was just to pass, like just do not fail mm-hmm. any semesters. Like survival mode. Just survival. Like, oh, if I get like, what was the pass? Like 65 is pass, I think. No, I think 50 is past. Okay, okay maybe I, maybe my standards <laughs> went that low. Okay. I was aiming for 65, which is that's still... That's not bad. I think uh, that's at least a credit. Yeah, you know, I feel like, yeah, not paying attention or not really applying myself. Like soaking it in as real knowledge. Yeah, like mm-hmm. soaking it in and really putting the effort in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would do that differently now. And like um, James who is June's husband, mentioned, you know, like, how he used to, like, like, kind of, like, be judgy or, like, laugh at the senior students. What oh, yeah. Mature, mature age, age students. Yeah. But I, yeah, I feel like if I go back as a mature age student, yeah, I would be one of those geeks where I would, like, sit in front of the class yeah. and take notes and go to every single... Do all the pre-reading. Do all the pre-reading. Yeah, do all my homework, put my hand up, do my assignments really well. I feel like that's what I would do mm-hmm. now if mm-hmm. I were to go back to school. But back in those days, like, 
I wouldn't even go to lectures sometimes. If you really think about it now in terms of money, you think about how much oh each gosh, class would have been worth. <sighs> I can't even. But okay, here's my question because you're saying you regret this. What would be different about your life now if you had done those things? What are you actually regretting? Just the fact that you didn't apply yourself? Yeah, or yeah, would, I do. Do you think you'd be at a different spot in your like career or life? Now I I don't know and I, I don't know if that really matters. I think I just regret not taking that opportunity mm-hmm. to really mm-hmm. yeah to really be a student and learn and be curious. You know, like mm-hmm. I I think I was just I don't know if I was just being lazy or I was just being a typical twenty year old. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think all that freedom and you're twenty mm-hmm. and you think all your other friends are doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> You're Sorry. like, oh yeah, I guess this is it, you yeah. know, and then like, I don't want to be like a nerd and be always studying, you know, but I mean, the flip side of that is was I was actually really, really quite active in clubs and society. Yeah. You know, you a part of like Comsoc's yeah. board of people? Yeah, I was social director. There you go. Oh, yeah. That's a title. That's as good as an internship. <laughs> you know, so I guess, yeah, I didn't really apply myself, but I definitely was super active in like clubs and society, and yeah. that's also where I met June. If you listen to our first episode, <laughs> you will be able to hear our origin story where we were part of a hip hop society. Yeah, so you love to bring that up every episode. <laughs> I'm trying to cross sell our episodes. Nice. Yeah, so most of my regrets, I think, is very much university related. But mm-hmm. once again, I do think part of that is also having being able to have hindsight now mm-hmm. as a 31 year old mm-hmm. and maybe it means now if you were to study you'd really apply yourself and be that totally totally so yeah. i do think that's the way around this is you know i've been thinking about doing a master's mm-hmm. for the last couple of years so maybe mm-hmm. i can redeem myself and mm-hmm. now be that nerdy mature age student Love that it. sits in front of the class and do all my reading I, I could definitely, yeah, I would definitely be that I person. can see you doing that with amazing, <laughs> adorable outfits all at the same time. So that's me, June. Do you have any sort of regrets that you can think of, might want to share? Yeah, in that same period of time during university, I don't so much have regrets about myself as a student or how I use my breaks because... I loved every minute of it, and I was a little bit of a nerd, but I would regret how I was, like, as a person, so how I thought about, kind of, myself and others. I am not so proud to say that I would have considered myself quite, like, a rigid person at those times. Okay, can you explain to me what you mean by being, like, a rigid person? Because I didn't think you were a rigid person. Right. I guess it's me now thinking about who I am and comparing my now self to my previous self. Mm -hmm. So back then I had very strict ideas of what I thought I was as a person, who my friends were, what friends, you know, what the friendship relationship meant. Mm -hmm. And even like within my family, what our relationship was like. And so a good example of that is when you were in your Comsoc society. I remember one time. Oh, by the way, guys, sorry, Comsoc is Commerce Society. Yes. So I did a Bachelor of Commerce and yes. I was part of the Commerce Society. Yes. Yeah. Daph was a good Asian student <laughs> in doing commerce. Yeah. Textbook Asian. Textbook Asian. But with cuter outfits. <laughs> Baby tees. Baby tees. 
yeah, so at your Comsoc ball, I remember being so pissed off and not really enjoying myself, but it was a party and all the alcohol was paid for. I think we paid for a ticket and yeah. it was like, what, $20 a ticket? Yeah. And then the rest it was of it was subsidized yeah. by all these amazing banks and we could have just had a blast and like drank all this alcohol, which I think ended up happening, but I was like pissed off drinking. Do you know what I mean? Because I think I was upset at a, per- a certain person. I think that was around the time where I was not wanting to be friends with certain people. And so I think... So you didn't really want to be there. I didn't really want to be there. Yeah. And I thought I was like maybe a bit better Better. or above. And that is why am I? Why am I here? Why am I here with all these people that study accounting? Like, you know, that kind of like smoothiness. So for everyone else, what degree did you do, June? Okay. Yeah. So I studied psychology and... It was just a really different environment. So com- commerce people versus like psychology people, there were really different crowds. Not that mm. psychology people were even my crowd, but yeah, I don't know. Just I just had an crew. idea yeah, yeah. Okay. of like what the comms softball would have been like and it, that wasn't it. So I didn't enjoy myself and I can think of multiple times like that where I could have just been in the moment and enjoyed it, but I let my like overthinking of the situation or, or, my the pre- idea, or your preconception yes, of what the night would be like, mm. not let me have fun with it. So that's, yeah, I think that's my biggest university regret. And do you think that that is something that you've carried with you throughout your 20s? Or like at what point realizing that you had that trait and that you wanted it to be different and you wanted it to change? Mm. I think the biggest realization of that is probably more as I entered like the workforce and started meeting all these different types of people and realizing there's just such a diverse spectrum of opinions, beliefs, views, like Mm -hmm. values, all of the above, right? You know, where you want to spend your spare time too. So I think during that process, as I was entering the workforce and realizing that I don't know all the things and you know, I'm not like knowledgeable and kind of have things figured out, quote unquote, then I realized, oh yeah, that was really silly to think that I had this idea and that's like the, the way things are. So yeah, just slowly over time as I was meeting more people. Yeah. I think I almost went the other way. It's like, oh, I'm so sure of who I am. And now I'm like, "Hmm, where am I? I? What am I? I'm regressing everyone. Help. Uh, Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Uh, so what about um, more in terms of kind of career or vocation <sighs> things? How do you feel? I feel Are there like anything career, career thing is such a tricky one because to be honest, everyone, I'm at a weird point in terms of career. And I think the one standout moment that I can personally think of is... Maybe this was like four or five years ago when I was working at the Sydney Opera House, which mm. I loved working at, but I really love, like, I spent 
10 years living in Sydney, and I really love the city of Sydney. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great. You know, as an organization, you know, like, I feel like they really do great work, and there was a role that came up for the city of Sydney. I think it was, like, a senior digital project manager something. I feel like I sent you this role. There was a period where I was like trolling the job boards of City of Sydney because I remember you were saying that's my dream, dream job, job and I would just send you jobs yeah. that like roughly match what you were doing. Yeah. And then okay so there was this job thing and I looked at it and I was like I think I could do this job. I don't think I'm as qualified as what they wanted on mm-hmm. it and I looked at it for so long but then I psyched myself out I did not, I ended up not even applying for it you did not lean in I did not lean in <laughs> I I clearly and somehow like I had this conversation in my head I don't think I could do it even if I could spend all this time doing my application and even if I did it I wouldn't even get it so I didn't even try no that is the worst you know I didn't even try and and I was oh my god this is my dream job but maybe I'll be ready for it Mm, in another two years Mm -hmm. or another three years Mm -hmm. and I feel like that was a bit of a turning point because I haven't really pushed myself that hard from a career point of view I'm kind of always just cruising a little bit and I'm not sure if it's a fear thing or a lack of self-confidence you know but I feel like that I still think about that job and I still think about myself not not even applying for it and it's like a bit sad I think it was more about not even applying right like it's more what that represented for you rather than the actual job itself yes so fast forward to now if for example, your dream job came up tomorrow. Would you respond differently? I don't to know. It? To be honest. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I don't know. I might be crazy. But what? To be honest, that I'm like crazy. Dad, you know. are good at what you do. I don't know. I I would say it's not a strong yes. What is wrong with you? Don't worry. I will slap her later. <laughs> not no, really. Save me. I'll slap you emotionally. <laughs> um. Yeah. So it could be a self confidence thing. But there you go, everybody. Okay, that was a wow, heavy one. one. <laughs> okay, June, Shout June. out to City of Sydney, though. If you have any need for... Please hire me, City of Sydney, job. when I come back. That's available. <laughs> okay. So, June. <laughs> yes, definitely. Can you pat me for, like, a few yes. seconds before you we move? You did so great. You are so talented and so smart. I can't believe you don't know that. Look me in the eye. I can't believe you don't know that. I can't that. even look at she June She is avoiding right eye contact. You are so amazing. What is wrong with you? <sighs> okay, June, next, next. You go. Don't change the topic. Uh, career regrets. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be career, just whatever. So a career-related regret. Mm-hmm is also related to the rigidity, I guess. But it's kind of tangential in that I thought that I was this kind of person. So I, very early on, you know, I realized I'm an analytic person and I'm a scientific-minded person and I'm not a creative person. And so it was 
it was as much about what I was as what I wasn't. So I would definitely put myself in boxes of, oh, because I'm not creative, like I'm not going to draw or because I'm not creative, I'm not going to try this thing or because I'm not a surfer, you know, I wasn't a surfer in high school. I'm not going to like learn surfing. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like that's such a silly way of seeing myself. And so definitely now in my thirties, I'm very much the type of person that will just see a thing. And even if I know absolutely nothing about it, I will just give it a go. So case in point, this podcast or, you know, editing this podcast, a lot of them are to do with this podcast. But for example, like designing stickers for my like Korean snacks project or whatever it is, I feel like now I'm at the point where it really, I realize it really doesn't take all that much to give things a go. And yes, of course, you're going to suck at it at the first go, but there's this really great mindset in design thinking that's the concept of done is better than perfect. And I love it because the concept of perfect is non-existent like there is no such thing as an ideal or perfect thing whereas if you do a thing that is your that is your reward that is done it yeah you've done it yeah and in that process you learn and if you've done it once it's so much easier to do it twice and then the third time and then the fourth time yeah and so that's very much my mindset now if there's anything that comes up at work or in my friendship circles or whatever creative projects that come up across my plate. If there's something that I have no idea about, I'll usually Google it, I'll YouTube it, I'll watch a Linda video or two on it and figure it out. And I might not be great, but I'll be okay. And then I'll get better. So that's kind of my thing. So it's, this is not a regret then. It's a regret that I didn't have this mindset sooner, I guess, because there was a distinct point in time where I was like, Oh my goodness, I work in the public service this is my life now. And I was 23. But but you've managed to turn that around. I have managed to turn around. So I needed that regretful moment to turn it around. All right. So what about not career, not university? What about general life stuff? Is there anything that you have like huge regrets about? Uh, okay. So I'm going to touch on briefly about regretting also relating to like being in my early 20s and now being in my 30s and seeing yeah. money differently. Oh. So I remember I used to spend so much money on so much shit. I'm <laughs> I not can, sure if that's allowed. I can be a witness to this. This is so true. I don't, I used to just buy so much crap. Honestly, if crap. anything was like fluffy and pink, you would buy it. Yeah. Or like so much crap. If yes. it was a 15, Hello Kitty anything. 15, I still buy Hello Kitty anything. Just FYI. Yes, but Hello but, Kitty anything. But I used to buy so much crappy clothing as well. Mm. Looking back. That's true. I wish I didn't spend any of that money mm. and just saved all that money and buy one amazing vintage piece. Mm-hmm. Do you have any sort of like non-career, non-study mm-hmm. regrets? If I had to think of one, it is... I think all of my regrets are kind of things that I had earlier in life and now I feel like I've changed my mentalities. And I can vouch for this. I definitely feel like June, I've seen June go through some sort of evolution process. (laughs) Yeah. My last regret is being responsible for other people's emotions. I think when I was little, growing up in an Asian household, you are kind of taught to adapt yourself. You know? Please. Please, you know, your parents... Be very aware of what other people are doing and thinking and reading the room. Exactly. 
there's even like a word for it. It's called nunchi in Korean. It means eye measure, but it literally means you are taking notice of other people's stance or emotions or or position and adapting yourself and acting accordingly. Mm, so very that's many English words in two Korean. So many words. English concepts in one tiny word. Yeah. But that whole principle did carry over into my early 20s where I would feel personally responsible for other people's happiness in situations. So for example, if I had organized an event and I invited all my friends to come over and we were doing a thing, I would always be thinking about, is everyone in this room having a good time? And I, if I could see someone was not having a good time, I felt... It was my duty and obligation to make that person's situation better and make them happy. And you took that very personally? As I took it super personally. And so if they weren't, you know, if I tried something out and it wasn't successful and in kind of making them feel better and it often, well, it all the time never really had to do with me, right? It's always yeah. what's going on in that person's life or that situation or, you know, if they got out of the wrong side of the bed in the morning. All these things you cannot is, control. Totally outside of my control, but I definitely felt this sense of duty to be like, okay, you are in my realm Space. of care because I have invited you and it's my responsibility that you have a good time. And if they didn't, then I would get really sad and feel guilty, this weird kind of guilt that, oh my so goodness, much empathy, I invited this person and they didn't end up having a good time. Like, what am I going to do about it? So definitely now in my 30s, not that I don't care about that. I can still recognize it and see it, but I definitely don't over-empathize to the point where I feel personally responsible for those people's emotions because at the end of the day, I'm not in control of them. It just is super tiring for that person, for me, for like mm-hmm. everyone involved, and it doesn't really help the relationship either. So it's just better that way. So I like how this is like an increase in your own self awareness mm-hmm. and being able to look after mm-hmm. yourself first. Yes, it's definitely like a boundaries thing mm. for me. Boundary. Yeah. Okay. Boundaries super important. Mm. Was there like one incident that stands out the most to you in like when you had to care about some? one else's emotions or was it just like an ongoing thing in your everyday life I think it was an ongoing thing in my everyday life maybe one thing that made it really pronounced that that was happening is when I moved away so in 2016 I left you know my main social circles and James and I moved to Canada and during that time I just had time to like reassess everything you had your quiet time. I had my quiet time and honestly it was like the best time of hibernation because we arrived in the middle of Canadian winter it was like mm, minus 20 I'm degrees so Celsius <laughs> thank you it's fine you'll be great <laughs> and yeah I would reflect on things so for example the year before I had this thing called the month of James and June in the whole month of June I, I remember I remember this yes you had I didn't invite planned out anyone over I didn't like go to any social events and I just like it was just stuff for my own personal like admin and you know life thinking things and reflecting you know a year later on things like that I guess I realized there is a lot that I'm like carrying that I really don't need to be carrying and there's things that 
it compromises. Like when you're using mental energy on something, then something else has to give, right? Yeah. So I think during that month of hibernation, when we first arrived in Canada, I kind of had time to reflect on what kind of friend I want to be. I want to be a great friend, but I don't want to be exerting myself out. too yes. thin. Yes. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Deep things. So, Daph, I think that they were some pretty heavy-ass regrets that we had right now. Yeah, I think there was some really (laughs) heart-hitting. Even now, I'm just like, kind of like, I don't know if it's because I'm tired of drinking sake, but I'm I'm like kind of like moving into a corner, becoming like smaller and smaller, rocking rocking myself. So, are there any more light-hearted regrets that you want to cover? Okay, yeah, I feel like there is one for me. So one of my, I guess, haha, lighthearted regrets is this is even lighthearted, but not real, not realizing how hot and skinny I was when I was in my early twenties. All my ability to just eat anything oh, yes, and wake okay. up with a flat stomach the next morning. Yes, or squeezing a pimple and then your skin just heals. Heals perfectly. So. <laughs> Regret that my youthfulness has dissipated <laughs> with age. But you're still youthful now. You I still am, get I am. I still get carded all the time. People still ask me if I'm still in school, which is great. I'm like, yeah, sure, card me. Look Mature at it. Mature age Look. school. <laughs> Ooh. I actually have a hilarious story about you holding on to your skinniness. So, no, <laughs> am I allowed to tell this story? Tell the story. Okay. So, the story is that in second year of university, Daph was going through, and before Marie Kondo, Marie Kondoing her clothes, but very unsuccessfully doing so, because a part of her keep pile, there was this pair of Mambo jeans. <laughs> hey, Mambo was, like, really expensive, and, like, they were. like like Roxy equivalent. I remember. <laughs> anyway, these Mambo jeans were great, other than the fact that she last wore them when she was 14. This was How when old? you I was were like 20, 19. 19, 19, yes. <laughs> so you had brought them across from Malaysia, <laughs> never worn them for a full year, and yet kept them in your key pile. I was, I'm a sentimental person. <laughs> they had great memories and of a great 14-year-old fashion style. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, the story was you saw me taking it out from the pile. Oh yeah, wait, did you actually end up keeping it? No, because you caught me and said I couldn't keep it. Okay, so the story is that I realized that it was on her key pile, so I put it in the trash pile, and then while I was napping, because I was hella tired, because you were so like much cleaning stuff. up all your things, you were sneaking up to the trash pile, pulling them quietly out of the garbage bag so that it wouldn't make any crinkling sounds, and then putting it back in your key pile. Yeah, but June woke up and caught yeah. me. I think I succeeded in yeah. letting, letting June caught me putting this mambo jeans back into the key pile, and she was like, what are you doing? You can't do that. They have to go. And See, I isn't to. that great that my rigidity paid off at that yes, moment? Yes. <laughs> Tying it back. Amazing. Yes. So for me, my lighthearted regret is honestly overplucking my eyebrows. Like why? Why early 2000s because was that a thing? That was the trend. So like, once again, it's not, not that I ever had the sperm eyebrows, but I definitely sperm spent eyebrows. way too much time plucking my eyebrows. And there's definitely a corner that will never <laughs> grow, grow back. back. Uh, I'm sorry, eyebrow. 
That's a pretty good one. I, I think your eyebrow looks great now. Thank you. Well, yeah. it's mostly pencil. It's like 90% pencil. Okay. <laughs> you see me in the morning. Okay. Great artwork. <laughs> Thank you. Being creative. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I work with what I've got. Um, okay, so I think that wraps our episode. I yeah. hope the lightheartedness regrets. <laughs> balanced out. Balanced out the freaking intensity yeah. that we bring. Sorry. We are um, quite intense people. We are trying to be chill though, remember? I'm not a chill person. And well, that's I'm okay. trying to be chill. Um, but yeah, and it's been really great having, being able to do this podcast in person with mm-hmm. June. So thank you so much for listening thank to you. us. Let us know what kind of regrets you might have and any techniques that you have for letting go of those regrets. Yeah. Any techniques for letting go or yeah, just anything, any cool stories or stuff you yeah, might want to share stories with us. Overclocking eyebrow stories. <laughs> so June, what are we going to talk about for our next episode? Episode four. Episode 4 is going to be all about getting good with your finances. I am really dreading this one. I just want you all to know that I'm doing the, 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 the money, 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 money like throwing money at you side. Yeah. It's going to be great. I'm just going to talk about how I do not do things well <laughs> with my finances. In general, women don't talk about investing or like mm. what they do with their money for the long term things. So yeah. It's a good topic to cover. It is. Important. It is important. Mm-hmm. It is an important one to talk about. Yeah. So I hope you guys will tune in to the next episode. Uh, but until then, see you next time. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.